table table on gaza volume on gaza volume damn <laughs> episode 9 welcome to another episode of ongeza volume if it is your first time listening in karibu to the ongeza volume family here we are lovers of good music good art and everything it entails so today i want to start with some conversations we've been having online kwanza you guys are amazing the previous episode niliwaambia we can interact online and we can share thoughts and have conversations around what we consume that is musically event wise and everything in that bracket and you guys have been giving your opinions and your thoughts and i really appreciate you guys so what i want to start with some time back ethan posted some black and white photos on his feed and then after that we saw the handle change from ethan muziki to ethan official with some underscores and some dots and we started asking ourselves did he get hacked <laughs> like what is going on and we were actually very worried because someone asked me and said maybe he's going through some mental issues and i was like no nah, i think he just got hacked so someone should like check on him and see kama kosawa but he eventually came out days later and said that he has been doing a rebrand which we had actually foreseen i remember posting after he posted a screenshot of his youtube na alikuwa amerabof the number of views so he changed the name from ethan muziki to ethan on every song on youtube and then he posted a poster of an upcoming event and the name that was together with his photo on the poster was purely ethan without ethan ziki his profile also ilikwana ethan i think that is when i realized oh no he's not been hacked he's actually going through a rebrand then days later he came and posted and said what a beautiful journey we are on going by the mononym ethan from now on then it was a photo of his i think spotify profile then he said new music after the full transition i hope we are ready for all the global stages that await us so i'm just going to read out cuz later on he asked people to talk to him so i'm going to read out the meaningful questions with the meaningful responses i don't know why my voice is acting up name kwasawa regardless we move so there's somebody who asked why did you change the name just asking and he answered and said a lot of questions about this I'll share a detailed response in the coming days but I've always wanted to be known as Ethan. The time just never felt right to make the change and I felt recently that the time is never going to be right and that true lovers of my craft will support me no matter the name since I am just a vessel. The art is what truly matters. Another person said, absolutely love the rebranding Ethan. Can't wait to see what you have in store for us. Akajibu, thank you for this. Thank you a lot. I feel so free and so happy. I truly feel like I have grown and settled in my skin. The thought of being able to present myself in the way that I would like the world to know me in something as simple as a name gives me so much peace. Can't wait to share music with you again. And my thoughts were looks like we guessed right. A lot of people who responded when I had guessed that it was a rebrand said they are not for the idea of him rebranding. because Ethan Muziki was unique because of the Muziki and Ethan might get lost in the whole junk of you know the Ethans in the world Muziki would have made him stand out but what i thought and what i said is that he says he is happy 
and he is at peace so i am for if that is the decision he wants to make and if that makes him happy and it makes him express himself even better then well and good he'll make it work regardless of the challenges because i'm 100 percent sure he didn't just wake up and decide to change his name nikosha he's thought about it he has probably people in his team his advisors and all that and they decided that that is the best direction to go in so with that same breath we were having a different conversation about a different artist who is not ethan please i should i shouldn't be quoted we were talking about how artists can explore something different from what we are used different from what they have already given us so this is what the conversation was about and i quote how should an artist experiment with sound without pissing off the fans or betraying the original fans. Shidayangu na most artists, especially wa Kenya, anatoa album moja successful with a great sound, creates an amazing fan base that loves the music. Then next album sounds totally different and you're like, what the fuck? And I asked people what their thoughts were in regards to this same conversation. And I gave an example of Ethan changing his name. Will he change his music? Because these are all hypothetical situations and if it does will the keshokutua fans that we talked about in the last episode will they still love him with the same intensity so this is what people had to say about it someone said let artists be creative let them make music that is true to them it's okay if you don't like it this was backed up by another person saying the same thing another person said i think we all need to learn to be open-minded music is an art form it stops being that once we put an artist in a box and get upset once they step out of it. Somebody else said, art is more experimental than science is and they need to grow. I am for good experimental music. Somebody else had a different opinion and said, Mimi Niko stuck in old ways. I miss BN wa inauma bana. That is an example. Sahina feel ako Afrobeat to the core. We're going to discuss the BN situation at the end of the podcast so stay tuned somebody else said they don't like much change keep true to the music and grow so this is like advice to the artist i love the conversation we ignite and the family we have come to be because this is a mixture of opinions from consumers and opinions from artists themselves and blending them together you get to see the different points of views and the different opinions that people have in regards to different topics as for me i would just wish ethan the best and i can't wait to see what he has in store for us because i feel like from his wordings he has a really big vision he has always had a big vision and i can't wait to see how he unpacks it for us and unwraps it for us in regards to the same conversation Somebody decided to chime in and tell us what they think of the same thing and I think I want you guys to listen to this. So nimekumbuka nilikuwa ni kuje hapa kupeana podcasti in regards to the question that you had asked yesterday. You know and I think if I remember your question right like where do we draw the line you know like between an artist experimenting with different sounds with different genres you know like and making sure that like one he does not kind of like lose the fan base that he already has or even to use a specific word that he used or like betray the day one fans you know and man i have so much basic and my bottom line is art is living art is evolving art 
is experimental you know like in and off like it turns like there's no art that is static and if art was static oh my god we would have such boring art and we would have such boring music and so artists are allowed like are supposed to evolve and if that means that they will evolve with the sound that they're doing if that would mean that they're evolving with even how they present themselves like in terms of rebranding like you know even if it's a name change like ethan did they are allowed to do that because that is art and they're just expressing themselves in terms of how they feel at that particular point because you see art and even music you know in this case which is a form of art is really influenced by a lot of things and for each artist and for each musician that is specific to them at one point maybe when they were releasing this particular album the inspiration was something very amazing for them and something you know or at times was something very tragic for them which made them make that piece of art that you and by you i mean like fans ended up liking so much but you need to see it from the artist's perspective that when they were releasing that piece of art they were releasing it for themselves first well say to me commercialize music sana so obviously like a few or most artists will make music with the market in mind but my approach to art and music is first of all the art has to mean something to you the music has to mean something to you as an artist and so i would believe for most of the amazing projects that we enjoy they were born of an experience that was really personal and really unique to the artist and that motivated them or like gave them that push or that desire or that inspiration to make the music that we ended up liking so much but when you see it from the artist's perspective most of the time they never really knew that you would end up liking that music that much they never knew that you would end up enjoying that album that much and if anything now that i've at least had the privilege to interact with a few artists like in terms of knowing them personally and even the process for creating music i can tell you for free they second guess that album <laughs> they second guess that project like is it good enough how is it you know how is it and whatnot and so even when they release it it's them being vulnerable to be like i've made this piece of art that i'm not so sure of but just because i'm an artist and i really want to like give out music and release music i'll just release it but for them it's not like yo man this is some fire and obviously no like even when they're posting the black man that's a fire music and that's a fire album there's that but there's also the part of like them second guessing themselves and not being too sure if it's really good enough so when people end up liking it it's like oh my guy thank you you actually like it you know and now once that has happened the fans obviously and i know i might sound politically incorrect by saying this but as fans we should never and i repeat we should never feel like we are entitled to an artist's creative process like we are never into like if anything it's a privilege that the artist allows themselves to be that vulnerable with us enough to share that music you know with us and therefore we will enjoy the music and you know like we will vibe and even when we meet we will interact and we'll give feedback but i think there's a very thin line and there's a boundary that should be set you know you know that at any one point in time let as fans and you know and like as consumers of music never feel like we are entitled to the creative process of an artist and therefore if they choose to do something that is different to us we feel like mm. they do not owe us anything in that sense you know like they do not owe us to remain the same if anything they owe us to continue creating they owe us to continue evolving because then that's the more they get and the better they get but that said and done i also know the approach to music is also now very commercial and so obviously if you make something and it's really good 
most artists will obviously want to make something that is similar to that you know because they feel that that is what is receptive and there is a place for commercial music for sure and that's why we have pop that is why we have r&b that is why we have you know like hip-hop that is why you have raga like it's very commercial music and it's specific like this is the formula like you make this beat like this you make this progression like this it's three you know like three beats or whatever per second or per whatever and like the formula for making a commercial song is the same and so if an artist chooses to go the commercial way amazing the music will always be the same the beat will always be the same and 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 there will still be bangers but ukiskiza song a na song b like there really isn't much difference you know so for that there's a space for that but there's also a space for making music for the sake of like making good music and not just because you can sing and not just because you know but like making music that is from the heart that allows the artist to be more vulnerable and if we really want to support our artists and if we really want to support our musicians then we as fans we as consumers and we as listeners should be able to give them that leeway to continue experiment and actually give feedback and input and i think that's where we are at like like in terms of like the k music especially the alternative scene like people are allowing artists to be very very creative and to explore different sounds different genres even different styles of writing you know because then it makes the music more rich and it even motivates an artist to continue growing and to continue like kind of reaching deep into themselves to see how else can they express themselves and how else can they like put out this music but also for them how best do they want to experience their music and how best do they want to experience themselves so in very long seven minutes i think the nutshell is artists are allowed to evolve and they should evolve to make you know like their art even more rich and as fans as consumers and as listeners let's never for one minute think that we we are entitled to the creative process of an artist if anything it's a privilege that they allow themselves to like for us to experience that and even you for yourself i'm sure like you can experience that even in terms of the podcast you know like you've been releasing a podcast and it's amazing man like good job on that but i know you've interacted with people all the time and they're like man when i release episode in here lean man you know like we need an episode and you in your mind you're like you know like it takes a lot to even just produce a, a like three minute song and that's someone is like like demanding or like and i mean most of the time it's coming from a from a really good place but like in your mind you're like we want to do a production here a whole one hour podcast like how much time it takes the editing the whatnot and so even as fans let's also be appreciative of that and really allow artists to just evolve if they choose to release an alternative ep let them explore that if their last ep was or like if the last album was a hip-hop album and then they just decide kutugonga to na r&b or jazz or soul you know it's for us to uptake that and to listen it and to also understand where they are coming from because it was a piece of art that was motivated by something so understand where they're coming from and it kind of like makes us appreciate them more and appreciate the music more and really just help grow and you know like we need the scene even more and more so that we're improving so that we're growing and we're not remaining static i would just imagine if the artists that we listened to growing up and their music was amazing like akina juakali akina what and what akina is and whatnot if that music had remained the same it's because artists have been allowed to be expressive and to explore different sounds and to evolve into new things that we have the caliber of artists that we have that's why we have Akinamaya. that is why we have mali that is why we have modaka that is why we have clark you know and that's why we have like even artists doing rock right now because the field is so big and like there's so many 
different genres to explore and even as an artist to just go into that it creates a whole different market and a whole big market for everyone to really do what they want like they love and even as listeners for us to plug in whatever we want to do so leo mutaka kiamka as a manager kufanya rock and she wants to do a rock ep she's allowed to and she will and she will release it because that's how she wants to express herself at that particular point in time and that the inspiration that she has that is just an example mutaka is not releasing a rock ep anytime soon as far as i'm concerned so eloquent example let me not be quoted <laughs> but anyway that's that's my thought process in a nutshell thank you for listening to this whole 10 minutes now enough of the serious conversations <laughs> tuingie kwa maneno yenye tumezoea eh hey, events 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 where have we been in this nairobi of ours mimi kwanza acha niwaambie i haven't been outside pms ilkemenikalia man mashida za kukua dim but i eventually got out of it that week i missed juliani at nakili ah iliuma i missed lisa at gecko i missed aroro i missed the movement at alchemist i missed okelomax at bnd now i want to talk about this i wasn't there but through lensia a friend of mine called prudence some of my questions about that performance were answered because okelomax has featured in two songs that i like one is pognamatin featuring fenagitu and the other is power cable featuring brandy minor from the ep so there's a lyric in pognamatin where phenomenal or fena <laughs> says tutoke bnd twende bnb niko dnd tutoke bnd twende bnb niko dnd usijam and that was where he was performing so by the way kama hange performing ngoma ah fena came on stage so they performed it together so when you wali attend walikula vizuri he also performed power cable which i really liked of course hakucheza na band now events that i attended twanze na october 1st let us ignite my ptsd wase manze acha acha tuniwaambie nilibiwa simu october 1st <laughs> Nataka tu mnicheke as we speak right now because this is a conversation between me and you my ongeza volume person ninaumia <laughs> eh iliniuma wa events are not always roses i remember when we were being interviewed at radio 254 mliniuliza how do you ensure your security how do you ensure that we bbc ai Kimeni ramba just as my mom says imagine my mom says kimeni ramba so eh manze i lost my phone it's so unfortunate but we move eh uh, you cry and you move on with life jukishinda hapo tabaki hapo peke yako maisha inasonga after the funny thing is last year pia <laughs> nili attend wakatown ya meru na nikaibua simu huko na ilikuwa october it's like kwani october imekuwa anniversary ya kuibiwa simu eh hey, mimi sitaki hizo swara manzi but anyway these are the cons of attending events so wenye mko interested na ku attend mjue kuna kongana downside pia but ata, i think the thing yenye iliniuma the most about losing my phone it wasn't even losing the phone itself it was losing footage because i had not backed up a lot of footage so in the previous episode i kept on telling you guys ntaweke youtube ntaweke youtube I just wish ningeweke YouTube <laughs> soon enough. Juyo all the footage yote yenye nilikuwa nawaambia niko nayo na nitaweke YouTube. 
all of it hadn't backed the videos up and that hurts me the most about losing my phone enough of the sad parts now something about events generally when you're a consumer you get to judge an event by what you're seeing by what you're consuming but what you don't know is you get to have expectations because you have paid for this event mimi melipia event i have expectations i expect good food i expect good music i expect one two three you expect a good experience considering it is something you have paid for but what we don't know or what we barely care about is what happens behind the scenes what dictates if we're gonna get a good experience or not so i've been having a few conversations with one or two people here and there because yangu ni kuongeza volume and that is what we are here to do so a few conversations here and there with several people people who are in the background and something i came to notice is if the performers don't get good treatment it trickles down to their performances and we don't get good performances our expectations don't get met and thus we get to judge them based of what we have experienced based of what they have given us an example is october festival last year sarah posted something about not being treated well on her instagram stories and i had just posted on my stories that i didn't feel like sarah's performance was okay and i was even worried like is she fine or whatever but apparently she wasn't treated well and it made a lot of sense i think from then on i was like wait so if somebody doesn't actually deliver the way we are used to seeing them deliver there might be actually something wrong in the background that we have no clue about and that we might never even find out about so we will be here ranting no konyuma kumbe anafinywa you know nikianza hii podcast i probably didn't have a lot of insight from that point of view but up to now i have interacted with several people who have opened my perspective and having these different points of views you get to understand so much more regarding how the performers get to deliver duru za kuaminika zilisema kuwa a couple of things went wrong from the performers side and i'm just going to highlight like one or two sitengilia yo maneno sana but this is what i gathered from conversations with various people so some of the things that went wrong with october 1st you know background edition <laughs> there was disorganized pass issuance like mnajua mimi nakamkucheza but kitambo ni pate pass yangu na kitambo ni pate on time nimehema nimepiga masimu nimepigia jirani ya giancoliant sg nani ndio nipewe pass yangu and it is known that i am coming to perform or i am coming together with nani's team i am coming with whose team and the list is there or whatever the whole system from what i was told was disorganized the friday schedule started late and it was not based on the timings that were provided on the posters and on the socials soundcheck was done late on thursday soundcheck was even done on the gig day on friday nabado ilikuwa imechelewa there were no handlers at the event i think that is why ata kulikuwa na issues na passes like there was nobody from the organizing team handling the 
the artist's teens. Like I would expect, I'll explain this using a vendor or a supplier or a service provider point of view because that is what I have experienced. Kama nafaku and event flani, I have a contact person, yeah? So if I know the venue is such and such a place, it's KICC or whatever, I will call the person before I get to KICC and be like, okay, so what time are we supposed to be at the venue? And they'll tell me you're supposed to be at the venue at 11 a.m. And I'd be like, okay, cool. So I'll be there by maybe 10.45 or 11 itself. Arrive at the venue, call the contact person. Adingi zendani, because maybe kuna like restricted access. Akuja ningi zendani, ama nipatie pass or whatever. If it's set up to be done, blah, blah, blah. But there is a common person who you're talking to and who you're dealing with. Monyata in case of any issues, in case of any complaints, in case of any compliments. You have a person who's handling you. That's basically what I mean by handler. So ideally, artists, I think, should have one at almost every event. So kuna wasani wenye hawakuwa nao. So I'm imagining, kama mtu anadai maji, ama maji imeisha, ama there's an issue with something, ama something they'd planned has not been scheduled well, or whatever, whatever goes wrong in the artist world. Who am I telling? Like, sasa ntambia nani anisaidia? You know, you know how, how helpless that feels. Anyway, enough of that. Here ni information iliofika kwa desk ya ongeza volume, na tumeyongezea volume. I have nothing to say about that. Nimewaambia. And that is enough. So now, the event from my point of view. Nimefika nikona simu. <laughs> God, I loved that Samsung. So nimefika venue. Nimeingia kwa entrance. Ticketing. Nikaingia ndani. And the first thing I wanted to look for was food. And my gang was like, you know what? We got you sorted. Tunajo pali food iko. Twende. So food ilikuwa vendor street. So vendor street was basically a street that had exactly that. Vendors. Vendors were food. Vendors were manguo. Yeah, that was basically it. <laughs> street food. Kulikuwa na msia na uzamei. Maindichoma. Kulikuwa na msia wa smoky pasua. Ma hot dogs. Shawarma. Fries. All types of food. Plus, they were saying that it's an East African experience. So there was food from other countries like UG. Food from TZ. All over East Africa. Because this Tosca Oktoberfest was an East African edition. They'd already toured TZ and they'd done UG. I hope I'm getting the countries right. After eating, we started deciding to end stage Ghani. So there were three main stages. Kulikwana Novo stage, which was the main stage. Kulikwana Nexta stage, which was kind of like a tiny stage. And then the second big stage was called Vibe District, which had branding at Askasaida. So tukaona Erosh anacheza Vibe District. So we were tukotwana tukisikia kama nieye. And to we Mimi nitakosa Irish na Jukebox. Wapi? Jukebox is the band that plays with Irish. But tulifika late. Set ilikuwa ishaanza ikosjui katikati. And then we found the medley part where Mutoria, Charisma and Baby Suda usually do a combined set. So at least we enjoyed that. After 30 Irish, to cannot to rest. Because on the same stage, the next person we're going to see perform was Ben So. So to kaskiza set ya grouchy. Watu walikuwa mehaipika na set. Wewe. A good number of people had gone to Novo stage because according to the schedule, around the same time, Diamond ange perform, if I'm not wrong. So kulikuwa na at least space within the crowd. Watu watu wako mefinyana sana. So 
bandi set up then before bensol came on stage there was some sort of intro <laughs> i think it's a sound from a meme king of east africa the bad man and then at the end of that intro was a roar you know the lion of suda the bad man president of the street ambassador of the ghetto voice of the money the best of east africa the frontline commander AT machine, the original copy, the brother from another mother. Suda! 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 Then I got okay. His outfit was interesting. He was wearing a headscarf na ilikuwa like nyole completely and then alikuwa some skirt thing on top of the pants i am not a fashionista so i really do not know how to describe this but in layman's language mtu mwenye haji anything kusu fashion alikuwa stuff na kaka track suit ya yellow and then juu yake alikuwa something like a like a skirt thing on top i know brand babu was the one who's styling him because at the edge of the stage just looking at him and then something cool really happened somewhere in the middle of the set when suda was about to like throw his hair around brand babu came behind him and then opened the headscarf and then now he like jumped around the stage and i was like oh my days that is so cool and the fact that they had put thought into it in such a way that they like brand babu would know what part within the set he would come and remove the headscarf and then now suda can like show off his hair i'll come and retouch and stuff it was looking really good within his set he performed favorite song but he did it very differently he said he wants to sing to somebody and it sounded like he was gonna do it acoustic so um you know the shorties were like raising their hands they want to be sung for and then he chose one of the girls and he was like nipeni huyu Yo, the way that shorty was carried over the barrier, man, say, you need chips funga. <laughs> the way he ordered it, man, say, he ordered it like takeaway, bana. <laughs> so the shorty got got onto stage. He was tuning his guitar. He was wearing an electric guitar. Hey, this guy's a multi-instrumentalist. So he was tuning the guitar, and then the shorty was just looking at him. And then once he was done, he started singing to her, like, without any instrument. I think it was only Gavi who was, who was playing keys. And then he was singing favorite song. And then somebody brought flowers for the girl. And the girl was singing along. I can imagine how special of a moment that was for her. And Suda is a G for curating such a moment. Because atakama haukuwa uko juu, you would feel like anakuimbia pia. Now, once the acoustic part of favorite song, Iliisha, uh, the girl alishuka stage. And then this was my favorite I don't have videos of this and it hurts me to call because I recorded it and it was my favorite part of the set. I slid moved forward. I slid plays um lead guitar. And then akakuja wakangaliana na na Suda. So Suda is also wearing an electric guitar. And then they like played together favorite song without words. Like you see the way I slid would play normally when Suda is singing. So he played that. And then Suda was playing the words on the guitar. Siji kama na I don't know if you can imagine how cool that was. 
sijona mtu mwenye amepost your video by the way I, I really need that video wow that was really dope like you can never not be surprised anytime suda is performing he played the normal tracks from the land of suda kinaru na pepea viva la vida na butishwa so once bensol was done curiosity ilitupeleka kwenda kuona vile uko kwa diamond kulikuwa kuna car so once we arrived i noticed that security was overwhelmed at the entrance of ndovu stage like walikuwa wengi yes but they were still overwhelmed people were really trying to go through them because they were checking bands wristbands for you to enter that place so people were like running into the the <laughs> the place no wasishikwe and then the gfs guys start chasing and then it causes a lot of commotion i just know some of this commotion ilikuwa ka two planned ndio wasi waibiwe lakini nayo hiyo day watu waliibiwa wa watu waliibiwa you will just hear people shouting within the the audience that were waibiwa and then i am 100% sure that audience was like more than 10000 people juu hata pale nilikuwa me my eyes azikwa zinafika kwa stage like you would see the stage just like two tiny people because the people were so many and i was asking myself is there a kenyan artist who can actually bring as much people as them and it's so sad because it breaks my heart because i couldn't think of an artist who would actually pull that juata the next day nyashinski haikuja ivo they kept us waiting till like 1 was it 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. i don't know. some dj was playing something i realized about diamond he has a huge atalog hey your discography i everything is a banger <laughs> who's just playing hit after hit but kitu ilinishangaza alianza na na enjoy and i think that is a recent song yes it's a banger but i don't know angemaliza nayo <laughs> he had dancers he had a band but bado kulikuwa na playback from the feedback i got from about like three four people there are some who liked diamond's set cuz they expected worse <laughs> and there are some who did not like the set cuz wanasema hata kama band ilikuwa bado ilikuwa nika ni playback i had never experienced diamond before and i am not a diamond fan people were singing along eh anyway day 3 nilenda nika renew line nikaoga na nikarudi soko Gosh, for day 3 the performances were late. I was really excited for the performances on day 3 because that was the main day for us niche people. What wa mabanga ilikuwa the previous day. We noticed that kulikuwa na lesser people on the third day. Alafu at the entrance they were changing the bands. We arrived when Zaituni was performing, so tulipata setikish at the end and we enjoyed it. You know I am a Zaituni fan. I think she's really talented. And I can't wait for her to blow up. We missed Fee's performance. Fee plays with jukebox. At least we caught Costa and the Fisher's band. Yo tulisikia tukikula. Vile tulikimbia kwenda stage. As always Costa's set was incredible. Backed by the Fisher's band and Coco Coseso as the BGV. She was looking amazing. What stood out for me during Costa's performance when he started playing Manyopesa? Ilifika stanza ya Onyach and Onyach was within the audience. You know what he did? Alikanyaga hizo speakers na akapass microphone to Onyach and Onyach alimba together with the crowd. So imagine he's like with, inside the crowd 
microphone and then everybody around him is also singing along moment i haven't seen these photos but i think that was really cool another part that really impressed me was when sule came forward and then he did like a guitar solo sule is the one who plays the electric guitar Bazeman was really killing it by the way after Costa's performance, we kept on going back to Ndovu stage to see if we we're gonna catch either Wangeshi or Charisma, but unfortunately, it's not my time collisions, manze, and the late schedules. We missed Charisma's performance, Wangeshi's performance. Because Wangeshi plays with chromatics and Charisma plays with jukebox. So we were told that Kinoti is playing at the next stage. You know, these stages are so far apart. Yani, hey. So Kinoti was playing um, with Modest Chabari and Jimmy Wendy, the three musketeers. Now imagine at the next stage, sikuna kwangana two keyboards. Probably most artists waki peana what they want to work with to the event organizers. It's called a tech rider. These are the things that I learned. <laughs> they specify like the types of instruments they want to work with and if the organizer Hana anasema, are you willing to work with this one and this one? So imagine kulikona two keyboards kwa stage next us, but your keyboard ya juu haikuwa ina work, which is so weird because that was the stage yenye Zaituni, Ethan and Kinoti were gonna perform on. Do you want to tell me hizo keyboards mbili zenye moja haifanyi kazi? Unadhani kama Nyashinski angekuwa na perform hiyo stage ingekuwa hivyo? Zi and I didn't think that was fair. I liked Kinoti's outfit. Lakini nayo audience ilikuwa kidogo. And this is for both Kinoti's and Ethan's performances. Kwa hiyo next stage. Nikama sijui watu wako wanajua pali wana perform. Ama the timings zilikuwa zina collide na other artists. But with the late schedule it was so difficult. Unajua stages zikiwa so far apart. It is good to stick to the schedule. Because I know at 4pm I will go to this venue at 5 p.m i'll go to this other venue so i think the late schedule did dirty this other artist juwase hawakuwa hapo hata kuna wase ukiambia ati kinoti aliperform ama ethan aliperform during task october first at a show zizo ni story za jaba after kinoti's performance nilikimbia kwenda kuona mutoria na kwambia when i was moving from the next stage to the vibe district stage masai power trap was the one that was playing and the lights was so bright from the stage. I was so far, but those lights were so bright. And then you know how Masai Power Trap Ugonga. We talked about this during the Blankets and Wine episode. Were the blankets warm enough for July? Kama ujaskiza, uneza rudi kwa episode wendo uskize. Because I described Mutoria's performance in details. Mutoria was playing with Sokoro on drums, Marcel on guitar, and Tugi on bass. And then Mutoria was the one who was playing keys. I generally enjoyed Mutoria's set. He performed Zimeni show. Woo! With a full band. It was the first time. Now Antoinette came on stage and she danced. She was wearing... Her outfit was so amazing. She was even wearing like a mask. And she was dancing around Mutoria. Ah, that girl is talented. And then Mutoria sang better. Better ni anthem. Hadi watu wakasema aimbe mara ya pili. <laughs> Do you know, Marcel alipiga hiyo electric guitar hadi string ikakatika. 
And then the fascinating the fascinating thing about it is he continued playing. You know, I've seen guitar strings zikikatika before. Kama ya, ya mula ilikatika during set ya nviri during folk fusion. So, mse mingina kamletea gita ingine ya chevena. Marcel continued playing. He even did like a solo shred at the end. Nico like, what? How do you do that? But Mula told me it depends with ni string gani imekatika. If it is an essential string, definitely you can't continue playing. But kama ni like a string enye, it's not quite essential. Then you can continue playing with what you have. Akanyambi okyo na mtu mwenye ameendelea kucheza after string imekatika. Wewe ujue music theory yake iko up there with the gods. And I agree. <laughs> after Mutoria alimaliza kuperform, tukenda kuona Ethan. Kufika kwa stage, Ethan was playing without the instruments. And the instrumentalists were looking a bit odd. Misi kwa nimeshikanisha what was wrong yet. So Bloodworth was on keys. Zile keys zenye hazifanyi kazi. Samgidinji was on drums. And then, Jamie was holding a bass guitar. Jamie the one who plays with Kinoti. And I wasn't seeing anything wrong. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I may decide to join. But they were not playing the instruments. And then the sasa, when I arrived at the front, they were mouthing and asking, kama mutoria memaliza? And I said, eya memaliza? Tugia nakuja? And I was like, eya nakama. And then it hit me, oh my God. Tugini MD, that is music director, wa mutoria. And anacheza bass na mutoria. Na nimetoka wapi? Nimetoka performance ya motoria. Nimekuja kwa stage. Who usually plays bass for Ethan? Nitugi mwenye. Nakombia wa wasani wako out here wanatafta mboka. Hey! Y'all are really looking for this money out here. So soon after, cause Ethan at this point, he's just trying to entertain the audience. Tukingoja Tugi. Now Tugi came running. I'm telling you, running. And then Noi was the one holding the guitar for him, running behind him. And then Akifika... He was like, Alishtuka. Alishtuka was like, what is happening? And then we started telling him, I know Panda stage. Oh my God, it was like a movie. I kind of Panda stage and then the sad Jamie, he set up his instrument. And then Ethan, like Ethan Atta, on stage, I don't know about afterwards, but on stage, he was just happy to see Tugi. And he was like, uh, a round of applause for, for, for Vic. And then people like cheered and stuff. So so he finished setting up and then the sasa set ikanza vizuri. So Ethan got off stage and then the sasa akapanda stage nikata. He wasn't even there. I don't know if he was nervous. I would have been really nervous by the way. But it all worked out in the end. Easy vitu zinakwanga unavoidable. But all this happened because what? Because our October festival lichelewesha schedule. Jukama timelines zigenda as planned azinge collide evil. So it's also an inconvenience for this instrumentalist. And this even trickles down to Adi, the sound engineers. Because when you a sound engineer when you Kinoti sound, they're the same sound engineer when you maybe charisma sound. So you see, if they were supposed to perform at different timings and then zikujezi collide, it's an inconvenience for everyone, for the artists, for the instrumentalists, and for the sound engineer. What stood out for me during Ethan's performance, Elifka Point kwa set, um, they were supposed to go to the next song. And then akangalia band. And then akina Sam were telling him, like, play. And then Ethan akacheka akasema. There's a song that is his least favorite of the Ethanol Fire album. But the band really like playing it. So he said, <laughs> he 
he was gonna play it and it was so cute that was so nice and the song is wembe and he performed wembe and i actually like it i wouldn't listen to it as much before but now after seeing him play it twice because the first time he performed it was echoes at kicc and now hearing it being performed at Oktoberfest. now when i'm listening to the album i actually enjoy wembe more because i've sung it live I've had the arrangement, so it makes it more consumable for me. And that is just how I am. After Setia Ethan, we'll go to next Ninani. Next ni Nviri na perform at the Vibe District stage. So Sisi to Kaleke Vibe District. But as we approached there, we were like, eh, there are no people on this stage. What were very few? Kesi Kesi, we see some cars speeding. And we're like, wait a minute. Isi Bandian Nviri. Nviri plays with the unit band so we see them speeding off and we're like okay what is happening why are they leaving this stage and this is when viri is performing and then one of them stopped and told us ayo um to me shift stages viri amesema and ataka ku perform on the ndovo stage the main stage and i was like damn okay that takes a lot of balls we were like cool you know what now fought a nyuma sour and then they left and we started walking towards ndovo stage when we arrived there, there was a DJ playing, and then the next artist was gonna be Nyashinsky. So at the beginning, Nyashinsky alituambia ati mtani samehe leo. Today, let it be about the moment. And I didn't understand what he meant at that time until I got to hear reviews from other people who experienced Nyashinsky's set and who have experienced his sets before. So I'm not gonna give. Anyashinsky review from my point of view. I'm going to give a review from what people have told me about Nyashinsky's set. So one person told me that the energy and the vibe was very low as compared to his previous performances. And somebody else said he's done better before. Somebody else said it was nice that they brought out the different artists, Akina Sauti Soul, Akina Calligraph, Akina Kleptomaniacs. He even brought out Jukes. And he even let Jukes perform a set. So there was a conversation about it on the Tunadu podcast. And they were saying there's a possibility that all this was strategic because he might have been exhausted from the other performances, which is a very big possibility. After Nyashinsky was Wakadinali. Wakadinali performed during Oktoberfest last year. I even have videos of it on Instagram, Nili posting it. And the crowd was really hype. They were singing along every lyric. People were jumping along. Walimwaga maji hapo kwa stage hapo mbele as always. They even did that to us ile Solfest. Yes, Dreamwork. I don't know if it was 20. I've lost track of easy Solfest. Zime kwa mingi. But ile nye ilifanyika carnival. Walitumwagia maji hapo mbele manze. They were using playback. like They were literally playing their songs. Like the DJ was playing their songs. And then they were like just singing along to some parts. And at some point... Walikuatu wana chant mbele and then the song is just singing nyuma. Like, siniende nisikize tu Spotify. Ama nende nisikize Apple Music. Rather than, ata ini kelele sasa at this point. It's, it's just a lot of noise. These people have a really nice catalog and they have this fan base. If they just tried to refine their live performances, kidogo tu, si sana. Because there was a conversation online about, oh, they're trying to, you guys are trying to make them commercial Oh, if they should remain the way they are. They can remain the way they are and still try and refine their live performances. Because, 
it's not even about endorsements or whatever it's about the quality of the live experience that you're giving your fans manzi hata kulikuwa na member mmoja hakuwa na sauti sauti ilienda api acha sisi tupoteze sauti but if i'm going to pay to come and see you perform kuwa hata na sauti manzi like what hata asiangepana hata apology or something apparently alikuwa anasema watu huko nyuma and then when alishika hivi microphone like literally his voice was non existent he tried singing his verse ilibidi tu hao wengine wajaribu kuimba but hear me out if a cardinally give a band a chance to assist with the arrangement i swear it can be gold it can be gold adi itafika point and people can actually pay for just a cardinally to, to perform but this is just my point of view i don't know maybe you guys like it rowdy <laughs> By this time I am so tired mean nimeka kwa nyasi I just want to go home but nvili haja perform so nikaoliza rada and they say they're gonna perform after wakadinali we just so tukangoja so the beautiful thing about this was when wakadinali finished performing people thought the show was over and people started leaving from uko down karibu na stage so when people left it left like some space for us so situkateremko uko chini with so much joy And then the MC said, "Are you ready for Nviri? Where what all Rudy?" <laughs> But he had already arrived to Kochini. The people were still a, a good number. They were countable. And it was so surprising because when they started playing when Nviri came on stage, the unit had so much energy. Like, bro, ata unge jaw alikuwa anafaa kucheza sijui 10 p.m. ama ilikuwa sijui 11 p.m. Like it was like it was 9 p.m. in the evening. Also from Viri's set I asked some people to give me their point of views and their opinions. The only opinion I have about Viri's set is that when he was performing his songs, he explored from the inside out album. And if he starts singing and then aone crowd high sing along, he would tell the band to stop and then an ananza kuongea and then he goes like to the next song on the set. And I don't think that is fair to the inside out songs because how else will people be curious about the song and go and you know search for it or shazam it or whatever that can only happen if I hate being performed live very well so I feel like Nviri should give those songs of inside out a chance since to shaanza mshaosha album we are already now listening to it so now give those songs a chance so that people can also discover them as if feel ni kama like people just have to sing along plus it's like 2 am in the morning ama sijui ngapi like give it a rest <laughs> people don't have to sing along to all your songs you know but if it's good people are gonna vibe to it whether they know it or not kwani what do these upcoming artists do we don't know their songs but when they perform them we get to like them and we go look for them and we listen to them now the next time i see nviri is performing i'm gonna actually sing along to those songs That is my opinion. Now to go to another person's opinion, kuna mtu aliniambia Nviri was talking too much within the set. And he's not believing in himself and his music. Cuz sasa ni kama unajaribu kuconvince watu like ingoma ni poa. <laughs> like before Nikita anza kusema eh sasa nataka kucheza Nikita like ana introduce ngoma. Some people within the crowd were saying that the sound had something wrong about it i couldn't hear it me i was just enjoying i was just having an amazing time i was tired before but when viral come stage i got some newfound energy do you know nviri crowd soft aliruka like into the crowd i don't know kama alifika chini but somehow he got back up on stage 
I am telling you Villa hivi kwa crowd. Hey, I am telling you the bodyguard, Brian or as they call him Misulitinginya. Ali Kimbia, my god. Hey, that is how you know he takes Nviri's safety seriously. We? And he was also on stage with Ben Sol. I think he worked with Soul Generation some time back. I am telling you Ali Kimbia and then Don Vira Karudi stage akaendelea kuimba. I don't know how he pulled that off. Yo, that's crazy. I loved the outro by the unit band. The unit band comprises of Ebe Nezanzuna or Ebe on keys, who's also the music director. Mark Muller on the electric guitar. Mark Bassist on the bass guitar. And Sam Givinji on drums. I also managed to attend Soulfest. And it was a celebration of the 20 years that Saudi Soul have been in the music industry. I'll just give a brief overview for this one. I won't go into details because you just had to be there. Nviri and Bensoul had a 30-minute set each with the same band, that is the jukebox band, comprising of Gavin Behero on the keys, Brandon Musalia on bass, and MJ on drums. So it was seamless because the first performer was Nviri, and then there was no break. Like Nviri introduced Bensoul on stage, and then Bensoul played. What stood out for me for performance here, Nviri, he really explored the album inside out. It made me so happy because at this point, Aikwa Kama Oktoberfest Villa Likwa Najaribuku impressed the crowd. During Soulfest, he really dug into the album and he performed them. I really enjoyed his set. For Ben Soul's set, what stood out for me was when he did the Watawaiwai medley. When he's performing Lucy, he didn't do that at Oktoberfest. So it made me happy that he did it at Soulfest. And then what got me overly excited, there's a time Hendrik Sam posted on his stories. <laughs> he posted on his stories, um, it was a snippet of, of his laptop and he was working on a rendition of I'll Never Forget You by Ben Soul. You see, normally, um, Kitambo, when Ben Solo would perform I'll Never Forget You, he would do like some, I'm a piano hyped version of I'll Never Forget You as compared to the initial one that is a bit uh, slow and mellow. So they probably had conversations with Hendrik Sam, as I would imagine, and Hendrik, Hendrik Sam agreed to redo the song. So for the first time ever, there was even that clause of this is Hendrik Sam on stage this is Hendrix Sam ah! and I was like oh my god this is it this is the one because I've never had the full version of it before so when he was performing I'll never forget you he performed the Hendrix Sam version
I think this Hendrixam version is way better than the Amapiano live version that Bentolo was performing before. Hendrixam is a producer when you wanna scare Eugenia for the first time. And his his tagline on songs is usually this is Hendrix. So. Also on social media, the guy in pink, who is Gavi, blue, because Alkana Tumia Kita the way he did during Blankets and Wine. And he was jamming. You know, main character energy. But I think this was a very different audience. And I love that people are giving jukebox the flowers that they deserve. So scheduled on time. Sauti Sol Wali come stage afterwards and they performed the most of their discography. They did it with dancers, Kulkona dramas, Akina Seso. They called Lisa Odor on stage. Crazy Kena came on stage at some point. Kulikwana choir kwa stage at some point. It was a beautiful show generally. And thank you to Sauti Sol for giving us the soundtracks of our lives exactly how nyashinsky said it soundtrack of our lives the music industry and kenya as a whole i am sure is grateful that we have sauti soul as the national treasure i happened to be in town when mudaka was performing at number seven i dread number seven because of the terrible sound it had when a few other artists performed before but my friends can't take no for an answer well insist <laughs> so when I left school, we passed by there shortly. Muzaka was performing with the Vibe Curators, but it was three-piece. That is Marcos on keys, Philip Odupa on drums, and Josh Anesu on the bass guitar. Muzaka really is an R&B artist. The band had really good transitions, by the way, because Muzaka was mixing her songs with existing R&B gold songs, some sort of medley. Zaituni was singing along to Mudaka's songs. Zaituni had performed before, but I arrived late, so I didn't see her come really. Ivix was called on stage by Mudaka. <laughs> Ivix is like Mudaka's number one fan. So it was very monumental to see him being called on stage and then Mudaka singing for him. It was beautiful to watch. She sang Why Don't You Love Me. Emachoruto came on stage. Emachoruto has mad fans, by the way, because Vilali came stage, people were singing along to Touching on My Baby, which is the collaboration she has with Mudaka. Mudaka did Sunshine, and they did a reggae groove with it. Oh, the bass was bassing. Wait, wait. Josh and Marcos went nuts with the groove. the drama I feel people requested for love ballad the second time and it slapped better the second time than the first time but all this was happening with really terrible sound I just hope Monyana own number seven a jaribu to ask you to kill you yetu atu unanavilato na semanga tunaomba serikali 
Sasa hii tunaomba mwenye number 7 asikie kilio yetu. If you're gonna continue calling artists to perform which we really appreciate by the way. Please just try. And I don't know what the problem is with number 7. Somebody was telling me I don't know the the building structure. Um is it the sound engineer? Is it the instruments? I I just fix it whatever it is. After Muzaka's set was done, Vibe Curators decided to give us their solo performance and they performed God Did by DJ Khaled. Well, we are almost at episode 10. Now onto my favorite segment, ya muziki. Now, my new discovery project. A friend of mine had recommended that I listen to Petrus sometime back. Petrus is a Kenyan artist and he's also a producer and he was raised in Mombasa and is currently living in Nairobi. That is his bio on Spotify. So I'm seeing that in 2023 he's released two albums in one year. Yo, that's crazy. One is called Euphonious and it has eight songs and the second one is called Love Under Construction and it has 15 songs and he released it on 30th. My favorite song of Love Under Construction is Jirani, but I am yet to continue listening and re-listening to this album i think he's a really talented artist and i would love to see him live one day kama unajona na petrus mwambie tunataka kumwona live and if he has a show anytime please send it to me send it to the ongeza volume platforms the dms email whichever juzi i got a random thought you guys know hivyo by ifan muziki there's a day i was listening to random music on shuffle And then Zitu Nice by Watenda Wili played and then Hivyo by Ethan played next and then I was like hold up what if we had a drill version or a drill remix of Hivyo by Ethan it would slap it would just try and imagine just hear me out it's crazy but just try and imagine it if you're a DJ or a producer I am challenging you <laughs> to do a drill version of Hivyo by Ethan. Let me plug you all to some new music that has been recently released. Chiomio featured in a song together with his Khalifa. Na kwa hiyo ngoma anasema Khalifa amefika bay. Way. The song is called Same Block. Another recent release is Trust Issues by Charisma featuring Bensoul. Have you guys watched that video? Bensoul looks very distraught, my god. Somebody check on that man. African Vic has released a song called Panaway. Blinky Bill has also released a song called Dracula. E Dracula Ali perform Blankets and Wine. Wewe, that song is really cool. Earlier in the week, Bien released a song Asubui Ali released in Etwa True Love on Monday morning. And then the same day Gioni Kumbe it was the song that was going to be featured on Colors. Yes, last time we spoke about the other artists who are featured on Colors. Now Bien is an addition. Do you know in True Love that is the song Wodomolo did BGVs for BN. Wodomolo is a renowned producer na amewaka lot na kina watenda wili. There's this part where there's low being sung and it sounds so melodious. And I really love it. This conversation about BN going into the Afrobeat direction, I think we need to talk about it intensively. What do you guys think about it? Him deciding to lean more into the Nigerian producers cuz Masheri and this song True Love 
they have like a similar vibe and they have been produced by some producer called Soso. Also, Ben will be releasing an album called Alusa Why Are You Topless, which is a 16-track album. And I've seen the only Kenyan feature is Scam Cardinali. I haven't seen any other Kenyan feature because the track list is out. So I am looking forward to that project by Ben, his first solo project after Saudi Soul. What new music are you listening to? Feel free to share. What opinions do you agree with, disagree with? On what we have discussed, always feel free to share your feedback. Tag Ongeza Volume on all platforms. It's Ongeza underscore volume. Share as well so that we can share these experiences. Sisi Water. Come on, attend events and you may discuss what have I left out? What is your point of view on these things? I really appreciate it when you guys interact with me and I don't take it for granted. Well, we have come to the end of episode 9. It has been me, your host, Abigail Diana. Toodles. Good night.